0: My voice sounds terrible. <laughs> Why? Are you sick? Not that it's a great radio voice anyway. Um, I think it's allergies because all the leaves just came out and I otherwise feel fine, but I don't get allergies in North Carolina. Interesting. Like I, I'm not, but in Canada, I'm, I always had really bad allergies growing up. <laughs> so I haven't had to take allergy meds in like years. But I think I'm going to have, I'm, I think I'm going to start taking some because this st- is not good. And I don't want to sound like this. For <laughs> the next. Well, cause it's like, oh my gosh, we're finally in springtime. It's so wonderful. And it's so great. And then I'm like, oh, allergies. <laughs> I know. If there um, was like, it just kills
1: the season. I love spring. It's my favorite, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: not We've, fun. I
0: feel like we really did not have much of a spring. Like it was cold. And snowing and then now it's 90 degrees. Which I'm holy. I am grateful grateful that it's hot. I love it. It is beautiful.
1: It's been like in the 60s here. Maybe 70s. 60s, 70s for like two weeks. Perfect. Like that's to me that is perfect.
0: That is I love North Carolina for that. It's gonna change next week, but
1: yeah. That's how it rolls. I like
0: after this winter, I was like, I will never complain about it being hot. Like
1: I, I've lived in Wisconsin, uh and I still complain about it being hot because I hate. No, I would re- rather do a Wisconsin winter than a North Carolina summer.
0: Really? Oh I no! It. I bring the swamp ass to me,
1: please. <laughs> I just so you walk outside my, and you're. I want sweating. my
0: legs chafing. I want them stuck to my leather seats in my car. <laughs> bring it. Bring it on. Not frozen, like literally. My eyelids are frozen shut. So So fun fact about antihistamines talking about allergies is that it dries out your mucous membranes. And so something that as a pelvic PT this time of year, we should be maybe talking to our clients that have painful sex or um, skin irritation or labial irritation is if they're taking an antihistamine medication Mm. because Mm -hmm. it can dry out your nose it can also dry out your cooch. That's a good point. Um, um, So you'll produce less cervical mucus. Yeah. So use more lube. More lube. More lube. Yeah. And then maybe some like, yeah, moisturization. And so, because I thought that was interesting. You'll also see an increase in cervical mucus when you are congested. So like Hmm. if you're producing more mucus up top, you make more mucus down below. I need to maybe fact check this, but I feel like I've heard it a few times. That's interesting. I've
1: never thought about that. The link between the nose and the vagina.
0: Hi, and welcome to the Don't Beat Around the Bush podcast. I'm Addie Holzman. And I'm Haley Kava. We're friends, pelvic floor physical therapists, moms, and occasional hot messes who are here for real uncensored conversations about all things pelvic health.
1: And because our conversations are uncensored, they are likely not appropriate for little ears. Please remember our disclaimer. Although we both are licensed physical therapists, we are not your physical therapist. Yeah, anyways. And our content is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult your own healthcare team for individualized advice, diagnoses, and treatment. My brain, I swear, is going about 15 miles an hour. It's like, it's so fast. Or slow? No, that's super slow. <laughs> yeah. I should give you like some point of reference. I'm like, come on, coffee. Let's go. Mm.
0: I don't know. I you have so much on your plate. I feel like you're doing so much.
1: I, yeah, you too. You've been, we've been so busy. I feel like I haven't talked to you in like forever but i got up and worked out I went to the crossfit workout at 6 and that kind of zaps me and then i had a client mm-hmm. at 8 and and my brain's just like okay it's i'm done 9:30 <laughs> i'm done
0: for the day like um, how you do a crossfit class and then treat a client immediately after i do not know
1: <laughs> well i don't do it on the reg because i feel like during the appointment i was like uh-huh <laughs> like, i was just so out of it yeah anyway i need to like I don't know. Maybe drink more coffee. I was going to ask you a random question that I thought about last night as I was tossing and turning. Do you have a vagina pillow?
0: No. What do you mean?
1: That you like a designated pillow that you only put between your legs, like you don't use it for your head?
0: Oh, no. No, they're all fair game. I also don't I also don't unless I'm pregnant I don't sleep with any pillows between my legs really Mm -hmm. or hips like I don't I don't think about how I sleep on the moment I become pregnant I have all the pillows but before that I don't want anything
1: I'm impressed that you can sleep without something between your knees I feel like my back and SI joints just don't appreciate that but I also think my bed is too hard so we're looking into getting like a decent bed um have you looked into mattress prices lately because <laughs> holy not.
0: shit we're gonna need a new mattress when we like before we move I think we're gonna get like a new king like a like a grown-up mattress yeah like, like before we had like a platform bed mattress that was like crappy we actually have a Tempur-Pedic mattress now but I don't it's okay so do we.
1: but it was a hand-me-down so like it's it's too hard um but we're just not sleeping so ash is like giving me so much shit lately for my snoring <laughs> mm. and i'm like you know me i'm like i don't snore that's that's impossible i don't snore. <laughs> and she's going a sleep study <laughs> i know i'm kind of curious so he took a video <laughs> he literally took a video and sent it to me while I was sleeping while he was laying right next to me in bed at 9 30 at night and I was like are you kidding me right now and he's like I think we need to get like dental appliances you know like the night guards or whatever but I thought those are for more grinding but um it's it's mandibular advancement which I'm, I'm gonna ask next week if we can get those at the dentist I don't know I feel like I don't know. I'm, I'm doing it in sideline. I thought I only snored when I laid on my back, but apparently I was sidelined because he took a video. <laughs> so can- was it loud? Yes. <laughs> yes. He's like, he's I'm like, it's like, a- <laughs> it's like, it's a lawnmower and it just doesn't shut up. I was <laughs> just like, shut up. i like, Try. I can't.
0: Sleep. Try maybe like a nasal strip or a nose cone or something
1: first. I need, maybe. yeah, I do need, because he's been like taping his mouth shut and using the nasal strips. Um, but I feel it's like my tongue in the back, like I'm nose breathing. My mouth wasn't open. I was nose breathing. Yeah, so
0: women, women get upper airway resistance syndrome. Oh, okay. U-A-R-S is I, what women get. And that's still, it's still sleep disrupted breathing. Yes. Yeah. Let's get the audio on this. I heard some.
1: <laughs> Can you hear it?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I, so it's like my, the back of my throat is like, you know, cut off somehow. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so we're going to look into a new mattress. Cause I'm like, maybe a mattress would help position better i don't
0: know so, we're not sleeping great we're just did i tell you Bobby we got it. a cpap wait whoa what no Yeah. bobby got bobby did a sleep study he, you know how often he was desatting uh no but tell me every 45 to 50 seconds holy shit so he wasn't even going one minute at night without cutting his go, taking his saturation below 80
1: oh my gosh
0: yeah <laughs> yeah severe like severe sleep apnea so how does he feel now better yeah he sleeps so he used to wake up to pee once or twice a night every night and now sleeps all straight through um Interesting. He, bobby's like notorious for nap taking uh-huh. and hasn't felt the need to take a nap at all oh
1: yeah i do no, like
0: naps and i think it's because i'm not sleeping well at night
1: you know, what's yeah. interesting um, because in REM sleep, you release the antidiuretic hormone so that you don't have to pee. So he's
0: probably. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like now he's getting into REM. So they um, at the sleep center, if you're sleeping fine, they let you sleep. But if you're not sleeping fine, they wake you up. But usually they need like a couple hours of data before they decide to wake you up and put a CPAP on you, like do a trial of a CPAP. Okay. The, literally, he didn't, they didn't even let him sleep for an hour. Because- <laughs> They're like you're going
1: to die. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. No, for real. And I knew Holy it was bad. Shit. Like I knew it was bad, but I didn't know it was that it was that bad. So they had him on, just on even like the lowest pressure setting, his airway is staying open and like cuz it tracks it on the CPAP, like he he's keeping his saturation, he's at like 99% all night. Wow. That's mm-hmm. awesome, yeah. I, so I can tell, like his thorax ribs are a little tight just from that pressure, like the constant opening airway pressure. So we've been doing like lots of rib work, but mm-hmm. it's it's. I mean, that is a secondary effect that we can deal with. Mm-hmm. We can't. What is more important is the keeping oxygen in your brain at night. Yeah,
1: for sure. So mm-hmm. when Owen did his sleep test, he was four that was like the most frustrating experience ever they mm-hmm. because it wasn't a pediatric lab for one so none of their equipment really fit him well mm-hmm. and he had like all the leads like he was like just wired up and they came in this person was new too every time she came in to adjust a lead that had fallen off or put the um oxygen finger stat thing on his finger she would turn on the lights (laughs) and I was Mm. like oh my god can you please stop (laughs) like just that reticular activating system every time was like boing and then he would be up and and then he'd settle down and a half hour later they'd pop the lights on and come in and I'm like I am gonna strangle somebody (laughs) if I can't like fall asleep they did that until midnight Oh, four hours of that. I was so irritated. I don't even trust the stats that they got on him just because it was probably such a terrible study, but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we should probably redo that. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. So anyway, yeah, we're looking into mattresses. They're hella expensive. We bought one a couple years ago and ended up returning it because it was crap. But we paid, I think, a couple thousand dollars for that one, and I thought that was pricey. Purple mattresses now are like three to five thousand
0: dollars, and it's just a purple mattress. It's like it's not like yeah, a-
1: yeah. And I was like, I thought. Did you go, was go like- check out Sweet Horror. Dreams?
0: We I feel are. Like-
1: we're gonna do that. I Feel like over they're pretty
0: reasonably priced. I feel like they're pretty reasonably priced. I, when we were looking. I felt like it was decent.
1: Yeah, we're gonna try to catch a Memorial Day sale, and but I think we're both just like the we're not sleeping well, so I think the mattress. I think we're like
0: places. You know, we're grown ups now.
1: I know. It's like, oh yeah, we we're gonna have to spend a little money to, uh, you know, support our aging bodies.
0: <laughs> Invest in
1: sleep. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so
0: sleep it's important. Yep, yep. You can't have swear words in the titles on Apple Podcasts anymore. Well, that's lame. Like, our, <laughs> I had it. I had it as "badass belly birthers" for our C-section episode, and it just said "bad belly birthers," and, <laughs> and that totally like, changed the meaning to that. <laughs> yeah, and so I then just changed it to like being "bad a star star," so that it didn't like cut that part out boobs and bushes episode is just and bushes <laughs> like we can't have <laughs> boobs in the title you do little stars for the o's i could yeah i could i should go that's
1: so annoying because then it's like we're trying to get rid of the shame right around mm-hmm. like talking about our bodies and anatomy and all this and when you have to censor every time i have to censor sex or um vagina or whatever like in my instagram posts i feel like i'm just adding right to the shame and people are uh, i don't know
0: so i thought i was never gonna get monetization on my account because i have two violations (laughs) like two um because it said it said that i was um soliciting like selling sex like it said I was a sex worker <laughs> well you kind of are a sex worker just in a different yeah. way <laughs> so it said I was a sex it was sexual solicitation content because I was selling the sex guide right
1: that kills so me so I was
0: like all these people I know I can't, you know count around the same size as mine last the last three weeks getting this reels bonuses or whatever it is where you get like you have to get so many views, and then they'll pay you like Instagram will pay you nice, is it like decent or is it shit? Um, I have to get eighty four million views to make eight thousand dollars.
1: oh well, i mean
0: eighty four million, million is views is a lot it's, like, it's eight
1: thousand can't they like take that down a little bit and then right it is on the the a money? scale, like it
0: does scale, but I'm not sure what like the tipping point is, like how many views do you need in order to, to like kick kick it off i don't know but 84 million on a it's probably like it's probably over a million to like even get anything and i think on my entire account i probably have maybe 10 million views total right so i'm never gonna get 84 million unless something goes don't say never so what i so what i decided because i was like i know my personality And if chasing views, when I chase views, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And this is what I had been feeling this feeling of like yesterday it came and I was like, shoot, now I got to start making a reel every day, sometimes two a day because of this pressure. And I was like, that's not the point of this.
1: No, The point of this account
0: is to increase awareness and help people. Mm -hmm. So what I decided this morning on my run was that anything that I make from reels bonuses is going to go into my like pro bono fund. Oh, so that if people need, it's going to be, it'll be need based and people can like apply or like submit an application for someone. And that's that they awesome. Can get. So, cause then I'm like, okay, I'm still motivated to do it. I still want to post and like get good engagement and put out good content, but the money is going to be for something good versus just being money, you know? Yeah. Cause I'm just not, you know, and the, and I think that then that it, serve, it serves the greater mission and the greater mission being that, again, more people don't feel alone in dealing with their pelvic floor problems. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love that. So that's the plan. So that's my after after we record today, I'm going to like make that page like that Web page and post it. What Web page? Well, oh, have like a page the- where people can like submit like an application.
1: Oh, Okay, cool. It's so funny because we must be on the same wavelength. Yesterday, I was thinking in, in the car, like, you know, I was just thinking of the people who've contacted me that um can't like pay, cash pay, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to do something, and I don't know what that looks like. You take one yeah. client on at a time. Do you like, do you do a certain right. amount of visits, or I don't know yeah. what yeah. that looks so, like. But
0: yeah, so that's why, like, Bobby and I have been talking about that here also because my new office is in, in Minneapolis, like in the city. And there is like a large diverse group of, of people there. And yeah. How do I, how do I feel like I'm also feel like I'm not, um, resentful of that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that I love making Instagram reels, (laughs) right. I like posting on Instagram. And so it is a win-win in that I'm, still doing what I want to do and other people are going to benefit and we all win like you know then we all win
1: I love it that's awesome can we rant for one second yeah
0: yeah rant away let's
1: let's (laughs) let's go on the opposite side of the spectrum from you know appreciation and like pro bono work to ranting so
0: Uh, sorry my coffee had like you know when you use a french press uh, sorry gross I have no idea what you're talking From, like, about. Like coffee grounds or in the bottom of your coffee cup? Well, I <sighs> literally eat coffee beans. So <laughs> that, would, that would not bother me.
1: I really, that's probably my most unhealthy habit is I, and I get like the supposedly healthier coffee, even though I'm not like convinced that it's any different. But um, I'll like just walk by the coffee and just grab like six coffee beans and like just shove them in my mouth and. It's terrible.
0: It's really bad. I need to stop doing that. How many coffee beans would you shove in your mouth at once?
1: Like a little handful. Like six-ish. Six, oh eight. Gosh. I like literally will. I love coffee beans. I. It's so bad. It's so bad. And I can feel it in my stomach. Like my stomach doesn't enjoy it.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, don't but my tongue me. does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I'm just thinking about all those chemicals. Like yeah. Anyway. Um, so the emcella um, chair you oh saw lord you saw, okay i saw a pt post she was like concerned and irritated uh in florida there is a company that sells 30 minutes sitting on the emcella chair for 500 dollars. Well,
0: I, I think that's like probably even potentially on the low end don't Oh,
1: i can't because don't, normally don't it's ramp
0: like- me up even more. <laughs> You have to, like, a lot of them, it's, like, these packages of, like, 20 sessions. It's, like, I don't know. It's, like, 20 sessions, and it's, like, $10,000. Are you
1: kidding me? Like, I do not understand. For one, it's the electric chair for your pelvic floor. Like, there's, I can't see any good coming. Okay, also, is it just electrifying your entire glutes? Or, like, is there a probe that goes up your vagina?
0: that you sit on a PT here that I know she went to an office and they let her try it and she said it's not actually contracting your pelvic floor like your pelvic floor (sighs) isn't contracting is it just glutes yeah like glutes and like it's just like making your labia like freak out a little bit
1: oh good so but I don't understand this because that's a thousand dollars an hour a thousand dollars an hour. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how many treatments you would need to even feel like probably a million to feel like, well, you're going to feel real shit after probably one or two, but whatever to see any benefit. Like, why would you spend that money when you can invest probably with a good pelvic floor PT less than that and feel a hell of a lot better? Everyone likes to like, be like, Oh, cash pays pelvic floor PT
0: is so expensive. But then like, Okay. It says here, the gains oh. in pelvic floor muscle strength from Esmelda will diminish over time. No shit. <laughs> Depending on your age, general health, and initial severity of your incontinence, the benefits can last anywhere from four to 12 months. No, I don't believe it. So like, what good is that? What good is that if it last, lasts for 12 months? So uh, as I shared, as I did have some Botox on my face done mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it took like a few weeks for it to activate and then it was like solid for a couple of weeks and now it's fading. Mhm. And it's kind of the same thing of like cool. <laughs> so, I have to just keep doing this. Yeah. So, it's
1: a passive treatment and I feel like um passive treatments aren't bad. I mean, chiropractic, you know, we do passive treatments, dry kneeling, whatever. They have their place and they can definitely help complement more active treatments, but the person has to control the movements or relearn the movement patterns or work on the breath strategies or whatever mm-hmm. you're working on, or it's not going, there's not going to be a long term benefit. Like, I don't, right. Right. you might feel better in the very short term, um, but you're not going, you're not learning anything, you're not improving anything, um, mm-hmm. and you're not in- increasing your function at all. However, These people were marketing this as pelvic floor therapy, which really. Yeah. So
0: the APTA, the APTA, and I guess I can't talk because I'm not a member. And so I don't help them financially in any way, but they don't protect our titles. They do not protect the physical therapy title. They do not protect our place in the world of health because You know, I drive past chiropractors offices all the time and it says therapy, it says exercise therapy, it says physical therapy. And there's no repercussions of that. In Canada, the CPA would like like, sue people for that. And like, they, they made it known, like, you can't do that. If this is a protected title, physical therapist, physiotherapist, physiotherapy, like these are all protected and these are licensed people. And so we will sue you if you use it. So the state misre- board has, like,
1: usually the state board has that in their like policies or whatever, right? right. Like, but their they statutes. need to
0: they need to act on it. They can't just say yeah. it and say, "Oh, you're not allowed to use that," and then don't do anything about it. And maybe we right. need to report it. So, like, anytime we see it being marketed as physical therapy, we report it to the board and we say, "Hey, what are you doing about this?" You know, this is in my neighborhood and that people think that this is physical therapy. Your job is to protect this title and you're not doing it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It like just, I mean, especially since uh, the APTA has like pushed all of us now to be like doctors and get your doctorate, which I have conflicting feelings on. Like, it's just, if you're going to push us to spend all that money to get all this education, um, can you like make sure that... (laughs) We like stand out as far as yeah, <laughs> like no, it's, PT. Uh, um Yeah,
0: we we aren't we don't demand we don't demand the respect that we deserve as a profession, and and it's unfortunate. Yeah, really, truly. I just I can't.
1: Oh, uh, it just makes me so mad that like that chair, that stupid chair. So I was thinking, so with clients that you know, there's this like uh, it's a double edged sword, like you. Are encouraging clients to like do their exercises and, and keep on and trust the process and just like keep on keeping on, right? Um, because so I was thinking about this the other day and how like that's good, that's fine, we need that, we need participation. But when do you have people that like will try one thing for like forever, like they'll and they'll just like be super hopeful and like they'll keep going and they don't make much progress and then you have these other people that are like jumping around like chiropractic pt acupuncture like all of the things and they don't give anything a real chance and i was like i wonder where the balance is there and i'm sure it depends on the person but to give something a fair chance but also know when it's not working and when you need to find something else because there's a thing about like just grit like just keep going it's gonna it's gonna roll out you're gonna feel it but then when do you I don't know you know what I mean and then you have the opposite side where like people don't don't don't
0: know how to let go like so yeah yeah I think I think depends on the thing so if it is symptomatic prolapse we know this is a system problem mm-hmm. and it's going to take work on the whole system consistently over time to start to see these changes. If this is diastasis, kind of same thing. We we got to, we got to work it and there isn't necessarily any shortcuts, mm-hmm. but what I always want, I want clients to feel that the things that we're doing are tipping us in the right direction. Even if right. we have, Good days and bad days. Like we should always have a rescue exercise. Yes. And then we should always have a a symptom things that we can use to manage symptoms. The concept of the thing that helps us manage symptoms is also the thing that we've got to grind at Mm -hmm. in order to get better. We just need to add layers of difficulty or complexity onto that. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, you know your your child's pose, back body and butt breathing that as a concept is the foundation for squatting that mm-hmm. is a foundation for tinging or deadlifting or or running but it, we have to come back to being able to own that concept because all of these other concepts build on that mm-hmm. and so if you understand that this these are building blocks that i can't i can't have you get into running or jumping or lifting heavy things without you really solidifying this foundational piece. And so if you want some, and that's just my style and your style, Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. we want a small tweak, just a hint, if we want a hint or a tip or a thing to keep pushing through dysfunction, here's a poison preza, here's a support underwear, you know, X, Y, Z, and that can be a tool and that can also be effective therapy yeah, if you're, so if you're looking for an, like a dry needling or a muscle release in order to be the thing that snaps you into place, and then you are going to be fine. And, and maybe that's all you need. I don't know. But what I do know is that the system and the approach that, that I'm comfortable taking is how I know most likely that we're going to get there. Right. Um, And that's not what always everybody wants to hear and not everyone wants to do. And that's, that's okay. And so I'm okay with being like, all right, we have an appointment. What are ways that we can, you know, what are ways that we can tweak what you're doing right now to make this 10% better? Are we going to get all the way better with that? Mm, Probably not.
1: So here is where I think our like whole body impact really comes in as PTs Mm -hmm. is that the healing process that happens physically is also happening mentally and in getting the mind and body to like work together so that your mind isn't like push 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 and your body's like hold up like I'm leaking or I'm in pain or whatever and like dialing in sensing paying attention, increasing your awareness and control. All those are just so good for the mind body connection versus just going through your exercises willy nilly, not, you know, thinking about what you're going to do that day or like, (laughs) and so I just, it's so powerful to dial into your body like that. And part of that comes from appreciating your body, and like taking care of your body and not punishing your body, you know, and mm-hmm. like
0: really just loving your body, yeah, you where it's at. I think, I think really for me is like uh, really probably between Cam and Robert. I don't think ever before that I w- ever felt satisfied with my body. Like there was always this element of oh, I want to change this, or I want this to look like this, or. Um, you know, oh, I gotta, you know, oh, this I gotta lose five pounds because why? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, what difference is that gonna is that gonna make? Is that gonna make me more lovable? Is that gonna make me happier? And always the answer to that is no. Mm-hmm. And I think that has been a really complex personal process of growing up in, um, you know, before volleyball in figure skating, which is an appearance based sport Mm -hmm. and when your body doesn't match what is the ideal for that sport is it is a complicated thing for an Mm eight-year-old to understand yeah and so trying to change what my body looks like from eight or younger from a really really young age um to fit into a costume that looks a certain way and and make your body do certain things that look a certain way um that's deeply embedded in (laughs) who I am as a person, um, mm-hmm. and has taken a lot of, a lot of years to un- undo. Um, but I think what that has also come with is understanding pain and understanding movement and understanding that our bodies work really perfectly and well. And so I don't know if yeah, so that gets, that gets kind of deep, I guess, but relationships with food, relationships with, yeah, our appearance. And maybe a benefit of the pandemic was also that we didn't have to like put on clothes or wear anything. It was like, let's athleisure and survival, being positive, healthy for my self-image, mm-hmm. um, I think. And so now when I think about exercise or working out or, or whatever, it's because I want to feel stronger. Or I wanna, has nothing to do with the way you look and that, or maybe that's a a side benefit that you don't even consider until you're like, Oh, cool. I, these clothes feel good when I wear them. Um, but that again, it's not a, it's not a qualifier of your personality or who you are or any of that. I
1: had a similar like journey. I was always bigger. Like I was always taller and I always had thighs and butt since I was like two and so when I was like second third fourth grade kind of like nearing into that like pre-adolescence I remember like hitting a hundred pounds way before anyone else I was probably a hundred pounds in fourth fourth fifth grade and so um, my kids now like David is I think David's hit 75 and he could be a third grader and he's like a big kid so like And I didn't fit into jeans because, you know, my thighs and butt were so big and my waist is small. And, but as soon, and I like had, I don't know, I feel like early on, I was like, I need to be skinnier. I need to, you know, whatever. yeah. And then as soon as I harnessed, like, no, I'm just going to be stronger. (laughs) Like, I'm just going to lift all of the weights and I'm going to do all of like the power stuff. It like totally changed that relationship. And I was like, that's who I was known as like the strong, the strong one, like lifting all the weights. And, and like, that was a, that was a empowering transition. And I just let go of the idea, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be skinny. That's not in my genes. Like Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. 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 And appreciating what, what our unique traits are, whatever they are. And not trying to have the traits of anyone else because you mm-hmm. can't. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm never gonna have a big butt, mm-hmm. as, as hard as I might, and it <laughs> might get stronger, but I'm never gonna have a big butt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Um, but I, you can do what you want to do. Right. You get to decide that. You get to decide what that is that you want to do. And the the gym that Bobby and I go to is like a bodybuilding gym, and they mm-hmm. have like. So it's lots of bodybuilders. It's like competition season right now. So like everybody in the gym is like getting just big. And (laughs) I I love it. Like I love seeing what these bodies are capable of doing. And the other day I was like, like obviously I'm not going to be like, ever gonna be huge. But I was like, how cool would that be to like train for that and just see what your body is capable of doing? Not yet, and that yes, that is like aesthetic, like the goal is aesthetics. But I was like, but also there's this part of me is like, I'm super curious, like if I followed this training plan, what is my maximum genetic potential? Yeah you know, and even if that maximum genetic potential is that I end up skinnier than where like my arms don't get bigger, they get smaller. <laughs> like, that, But that's still kind of cool to know. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's been kind of cool. And that <clears throat> everyone who's in that gym is in that gym, working out for a very specific goal of movement or strength or power and it's just i don't know i just like being in there it's just cool to like see people who are there not just on the stepper to like burn calories right they're they're there to like appreciate their body and challenge it i don't know it's cool
1: i think that's what i like about crossfit because i've been doing since my room is there it's just easy to go to classes um and though I can't tolerate like multiple classes a week yet, like my mm-hmm. body just isn't ready for that going and like, just like moving the weight and push, you know, lo- learning new skills. I'm trying to learn handstand pushups and muscle ups and like all the Olympic lifts. And well, revisit those from two decades ago, you know? So like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a different like mentality than just trying to fit into a silhouette that may not be Mm -hmm. in your genetics well
0: and like our generation was like the smut magazine or not smut magazine like the trash magazine that was like best bikini bodies worst bikini bodies
1: (laughs) i loved those (laughs) magazines maybe that's maybe that's my problem that was that was
0: it like look who got fat look who got skinny (laughs) it's so trashy and so yeah it's just like we're constantly seeing this and that we're somehow supposed to sh- you know shape our bodies to fit this garbage and and when we can't do it right when we can't do it then that's when the things like the esmela come up we're like yeah. oh we we can do it for you yeah so i so there's a device called l tone L tone or something like that and it's like a pad electrified pad can we get away from the electricity, please? Can we just that stop goes in electric- your pants?
1: electrifying like- our public floor?
0: <laughs> so they sent me a message on, on Instagram, like, Oh, can I, we'd love to chat with you, you know, maybe Did you like, say fuck no? <laughs> and I was like, send me your product. I'll try it. Because before I do any, like any posting for any brand, I I'm like, send it to me. Send it to are me. they expecting you to post on it without well i have no it? i have no it, there's no contract there's no like so i'm never gonna commit to posting anything until you send it to me
1: yeah why wouldn't they send it to you first if they right, want so like
0: right. right i think i told you this i had uh, secret whispers sent me their uh hey what are the sex the libido pills what's going on in there mode mouth mode, mode do they work I don't know. Nah, nah, not really i, I mean, need i need a fix for <laughs> so dude. i feel like it was how what i felt like it was was something that we both like because there was a male one and a female one mm-hmm. and it just opened up a conversation about our individual libidos mm-hmm. so then we were having a conversation about you know my libido was low or my libido was high or it was like Oh, taking my, taking my vitamin, wink, wink, like to show like, yeah, I'm making an effort trying to support my body with these ingredients that are shown to be helpful for this. And that I, yeah, that I'm, that we're, yeah, we're just having a conversation about it. And so that's where I felt like it was, it was helpful. And I think it there was so yeah some element of fun of like, oh, we're taking this to, to be more, you know, in, you know frisky your, or be yeah. more excited about intimacy versus it being like okay it's thursday i guess today's the you know <laughs> um so they sent me these what are those so the it's vaginal weight so there's they, you can change out the the weight so you can like there's light ones and then this these ones there's heavier ones and so you can change out like the the weight uh-huh. so i Uh, I had a call with the owner, like the creator of it. And and I I was kind of, I was honest. I was like, I really haven't prescribed them that much. That being said, I haven't really tried them that vaginal weights very much. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the population that I would prescribe them for would be very specific. So she was like, yeah, I'll send them, you try them. And then we can chat after you get a chance to try them. So how I felt with them is that, because the suggestion is that you just put them in and then just carry on for 15 minutes or something like that in your day. Mm -hmm. But what I felt like is when I did that with, if I didn't have any kids around, you know, and I was just making breakfast and, you know, doing whatever, um, it was fine. But if like I had to bend to pick up a kid or like squat down to the floor, we're not really like they, the bottom one would always kind of start to come out Mm-hmm. just based on like the movement of the thing that I was doing. And it was, it didn't feel like it was like a pressure control issue, which was just, like, this is the natural, like movement of how things should move. Mm-hmm. So what I said was like, but I did, I didn't mind the feedback. So how I kind of felt was like the feedback for like us during specific exercises. So I felt like they were decent for like a left hip shift squat so I'm, like, trying to control my left back pocket open and that I could lower it down without it falling out. Mm-hmm. So, like, there were some, like, applications like that I felt like would be better in specific exercises versus it being, like, just a thing you put in and casually it's just existing because we don't want that tone to, like, drive up. Right. We want the control to drive up. So... Um, Here's okay. my
1: thing about um I do like I do encourage people to get the pelvic wand, especially yeah. if they have tension and um I think it's good to just connect with your pelvic floor and learn your body. But as mm-hmm. far as like the dilators and the kegel weights, like I just have a I have a block where I'm like, do I really want you to spend this money so you can right. use it, like, a too. few that's times? That's how I feel. Yeah. Like that's how I, I feel too. I just feel like the I feel like that's it's something I feel with- that you use short term, and there's other—I don't know—there's other ways to achieve those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yep. Yeah. I—I I feel like I haven't had enough clients with like true vaginismus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I to really either. be you to prescribing dilators a lot, but I don't think that's because I don't have clients with pelvic pain that other. That they might get prescribed dilators, or I've had clients who come in with dilators already that they've been given or sold. Mm-hmm. And that we didn't end up using them. Yeah. Because just, it's not, I don't know. I, I think maybe a, an,
1: I think the tension is driven by the asymmetry and imbalance. And once you start moving things like and stop keggling to death, then you're gonna like I have one client, the only client I well I've had two that I've like maybe we should try dilators but the one client I was like yeah we no kids like painful sex I was like yeah we're probably gonna have to dip into that but we have not and she's learning how to control her pelvic floor and she I mean she's a jaw neck patient (laughs) like
0: she's there's a lot going on I know I I just it feels like it feels like a Theragun to me
1: yeah like it's just you know it's like, I mean, I guess if it helps you feel like you're doing something or if you need the feedback, but even like with Kegel weights, um, the couple times that I've like talked to people about those, they're in like a supported standing position, like over a table and like learning to control that anterior pelvic floor and like hip shifting or whatever. They're not just walking around with you know, weights dangling on oh, right. their vagina. Yeah. So, like so that not- was that
0: was really my, my feedback was like, yeah, I don't I don't think it's the way that we're prescribing it right now, or that you're prescribing right now, isn't necessarily how I would prescribe it. They have like a big Facebook group. I guess when you buy them, you can join this Facebook group. And that's like they do these challenges of like wear it 10 minutes a day challenges. And I think, yeah, it's like this. Can we break the barrier of talking about our pelvic floor and exploring our pelvic floor and you know our vagina? But can we, you know, can be better.
1: Something that I would use and prescribe to like every single client is like a Kegel weight with electricity. Right. <laughs> the
0: shit out of your Well, what does like this remind color. you of, like it- <laughs> Are you having Are you having uh like? Ben Wobble right now yes, ben I mis- balls, <laughs> of like, ramming them together inside your vagina. I'm pretty sure they were like on my like
1: back shelf in my posterior pelvic floor. <laughs> but, like
0: <laughs> they were just ramming your cervix, like <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: like I was just thinking of like a shot collar for a dog. Like those those Kegel weights come out. Nope, <laughs>
0: You got shock them back in the, the fence line. Here's the fence line. Don't cross that fence line. Oh my God. It's like
1: where do, where do we come as a species that we're electrifying our, our most like sensitive areas in our body? <laughs> like I oh, just it's... don't get it.
0: Yeah, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't know. no,
1: no. Like biofeedback, fine. Like if you vibration, want, like, maybe vibration, vibration,
0: great. But the electric currents <laughs> don't need to be going into the the kitty cat. What does what does Pinky Patel call it? She oh calls my, it her down, downstairs kitty cat. Kitty cat. <laughs> I
1: love it. I love her. Um, there's also uh, someone you need to follow, Justin Danger. He's hilarious. Um, let me on TikTok or on uh, yeah, on Instagram. Instagram. It's Justin underscore Danger underscore Nunley and U N L E Y. He is. hilarious i love it justin danger underscore danger underscore nunley okay um he has some like good stuff but anyway i just yeah it just gets me i'm just like maybe i'm just doing pelvic floor pt wrong and like i just need to get all of the things and just give people all the toys and then they can just go
0: electrify you know what (laughs) i think my job will be a whole lot easier if i just said Come here, lay down. I'm going to strap this sticker to your around <laughs> your anus. Now, I'm just going to turn on this machine. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, right? I. And then you're going to be rejuvenated. Your anus is going to be re- so rejuvenated, and we're going to charge you five thousand dollars for that. Okay, bye. It's
1: like I don't know whether to laugh I mean, or cry. I would
0: rather like, do that. I would rather do that. Oh my god! Make more money. Have to. Don't have to work so hard
1: it just makes sense it makes total sense mind so sp- <laughs> this is not ash bashing overtly <laughs> he did give me permission to, like, talk we haven't about had this, a but...
0: full-on ash bash <laughs> session in a while so. i
1: I'm love saying. my husband absolutely adore him he is the best um so He is trying, he's doing a two-week fast. I will admit I did not read anything he sent me about his research on fasting. All I know is fasting is not great for women and hormones. But men, whatever, Do you do you. So two weeks of literally not eating anything, nothing, water, that's it. Electrolytes in the water, that's it. And I'm like, how far into this is he right now? This is day four and I already like feel? see like him deteriorating. So it's funny. <laughs> he started this fast on Tuesday and he texted me and he was like, My shirt smells like rotten flesh and I probably left it in the washer or dryer too long. Like I am guilty of doing that. And I anyway so I I was like he was like giving me shit because he gives me shit about that all the time I was like no that's just your body wasting away from fasting (laughs) Um, I was pretty proud of that burn but anyway he's doing this to address hemorrhoids and I'm just not sold on it at all and I'm like I get maybe if you're not pooping there's less irritation but guess what's gonna happen when you start eating you're get and exercising diarrhea really
0: bad, or you're gonna get constipated really bad because your GI system <sighs> has stopped.
1: I I just like, I just don't think this is the answer. Like, so I've been, we've been doing PT stuff. We've been doing we, he has been doing PT stuff, he's been doing the sits bath, he's been doing the preparation H but fast so he's fasting anyway he literally went from counting macros obsessively like would not have a drink with me or like a dessert or anything if it like wasn't in his macros
0: to now not eating anything for two weeks. so we we did have a talk about disordered body image and disordered <laughs> eating we need to have an intervention because i, I know. also know ash to have done the milk <sighs> yeah. diet.
1: That's- my mom just like
0: four gallons of milk <laughs> <a day. laughs>
1: when he's lactose intolerant maybe that's what caused the hemorrhoids it think? jacked up his gut yeah i think so i'm just you like so can- okay fine
0: fast whatever but you need to start get him like megaspore. Him mega spore get him on what's that me- like a mega mega probiotic like bacterial okay. support okay. and i don't know i'm not an expert on this but like bone broth
1: so it's really funny you say this because when you come off this, he's he says like Europeans will do this and there's like resorts that fast you for two weeks or whatever I don't know whatever. So he said like when he starts eating again, you have to start with bone broth and kimchi and sauerkraut, like fermented foods, right. and like gradually get back into. He could be it. So doing
0: that now.
1: That's what I. That's that's what I think, but who do what do i know (laughs) what do i know about hemorrhoids nothing apparently so i'm just like and his hips are so freaking tight he has no posterior outlet lengthening at all and i'm like
0: he let you do a muscle pelvic floor release on him yeah we've been doing that
1: so like I'm just like, you need to change how you're working out. You need to get out of the sagittal plane. You need to get some pelvic and hip rotation. Like, I know I've been down this road before. Like, I know what this feels like. You have a really hard workout. You're lifting a lot of weight. And then your butt gets tight. And then you have a hard poop. And then your hemorrhoids flare up and whatever. But again, what do I know? Nothing. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to let him fast his way
0: (laughs) through the next week. And to freaking... I don't know his metabolism freak out
1: he said he's lost five pounds and I was like yeah that sounds about right like you know like 2,000 calories equals a pound so if you're not eating anything you know it's like a pound a day and he was like no it's water weight and I'm like but you're drinking water so how are you losing water weight you're yeah oh I love him so much I he gave me permission to to talk about this so
0: yeah well I'm sure he'll listen. tell him that we don't recommend it and but it's your body your choice right
1: yeah your body your choice. <laughs> that's right we'll see how we'll see how the next week goes yeah he just is convinced that like the next step is surgery and I'm like you're you don't like you don't. Have them Are they external? Bad. Like
0: major externally? I couldn't see them. Yeah. So if they're internal, there's not, they can't. I, I don't think there's much they can do.
1: And that surgery is not great.
0: Well, the mm-hmm. internal is way harder. Like if they're external, they can just band them, like you do for like a little dog dangler. Like you know, what like sometimes dogs get those like dangly like growths on their arms and stuff. They'll just band it. And it falls like like goat balls, like your dad does. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it.
0: So you, they do that. They, ban, they can band the external hemorrhoids. But that's if they're on the outside. I don't know what they do for the internal ones.
1: Yeah. I just think it takes uh, more time than he's given it as far as like working movements.
0: I know that's and- what's flaring him up. And did they flare up with like a new workout regimen or like with a jump or? Well,
1: he had, well, he had a bad, not a bad jump, but he did have a hard jump the other week that he landed on his butt, but he started this app, like this workout app probably a couple months ago, but it's a lot more running like daily. And he has not been running daily. He was, I mean, he was running maybe a few times a month Mm -hmm. running gets my butt tight so like i know like it can be a culprit um and just like a lot of you know exercises that are not complementing patterns you know like, squatting like upper and traps and like um sagittal plane stuff and i'm like i just anyway you mm-hmm. can't treat your family members that's what Hard. i have learned because they don't listen <laughs>
0: I've been treating so- my mom virtually because I'm switching so I'm switching to PT everywhere. Oh, you are? Yeah. So I had I got Embodia, I paid for it for a month. And Wait, what about JNAP? So I want the exercises. I kinda want the exercises in there. Do you And I can add all the YouTube links into PT everywhere. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So just like the super bill, like the ease of you can make super bills different. So you can uh, so it's just all there it's just all together mm-hmm. I can get rid of my DocuSign I can get rid of effects, like I can get rid of all those things mm-hmm. um, and it's all included and it's it's more expensive but I just feel like whatever I'm gonna go yeah. for it cool that'll be so great <laughs> for
1: you <laughs> it's like a breath of fresh air it's
0: just like so I just getting to the point where having to like remember to get all the new patient paperwork out and get it like it's just and then I forget it or I forget it until like the night before and I'm like oh ah. yeah you know? so yep um it's just it's just this will be better this will be more professional I'm raising my prices so it'll that'll be really good that's what I'm working on right now it's just getting everything organized and hopefully we'll have that ready to go on the first and then dang you're
1: like doing so much it's impressive I don't know. Oh do you do it.
0: You're doing so much. I feel like you're doing the most. No. <laughs> hey, bud. You
1: can have the icy. Hi. Uh,
0: yeah. Hi, hey, Elsie. How are you? <laughs> I miss you. Yeah, you can have an icy.
1: I'm almost done. Then will I get one on on with you? Uh, maybe.
0: So I have been thinking about starting to run a once a month webinar because I like in the, each month it can just one not every week like just one a month and then yeah then and whatever topics like it could there's a prolapse one there's a preparing for birth one there's postpartum recovery one and that they just go on like a loop and that if they are live it is us you know we could teach it live mm-hmm. um but it's the same like we would be the same presentation. Like it would be same prolapse presentation or the same urinary incontinence presentation. Um, and then so doing like one, I think what right. Yeah. Getting back to running. mm -hmm. So there would be, they would, they would go on a loop. You'd maybe have your, the most popular ones run every, like, um, every quarter. Um, but then yeah, like the third, so like the, the fourth month. So it'd be like prolapse, leaking, diastasis. And then the fourth one would be something new. And then it would, you know, and, or it could, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I feel like that could be a cool, a cool way to like, yeah, je- produce more educational, longer form educational content funnel into other types of programs um, funnel into one-on-one care like all mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. yeah yeah that but a good I, idea. I like those like I like I also like the idea of like I can say the thing one time and help more people <laughs> like like so like my group oops my uh my group in Wayzata like my old ladies who do Pilates like I love them like they are fantastic because they haven't heard this info before they all get to learn it together and and it's just yeah it's just been been fun um yeah so I'm like that I think I want to also have that virtual um as like a series so you sign up for the six-week series and we meet once a week and um go through different things but I had to like so I had like a plan for each week and my goal being like we work on foundation stuff and then by the six weeks we're doing like hopping and like jumping they they like dove into all the pelvic floor stuff didn't they and they like well they're all like 70 and so we aren't like their their goal is not to be jumping and hopping (laughs) their goal is to just walk around the block without peeing their pants and so like um the the movements we've chosen and like how we i've we've done each week's exercises is isn't what I was thinking of doing um yeah. but i think then online you could have different like cohorts you could have like your your 65 plus cohort your you know 50 to 40 to 50 or you know um because the yeah the things you're going to be able to do are going to be different
1: mhm so many possibilities Cool. cool. Know your bush. Love your bush. Share the bushy love. bushy love.
0: You can communicate with Addie and I both in regards to the podcast questions, comments, concerns, topics that you want discussed on our podcast Facebook page don't beat around the bush podcast as well as our email account which is don't beat around the bush podcast at gmail.com you can also find our podcast on all the major podcast platforms so please subscribe comment and share all the bushy love it's probably pretty obvious that our episodes are edited and produced by Addie and myself
1: (laughs) and our music is provided by blockhead